right, uh, so we have three major stories to talk about today. One is uh, the Tucker Carlson firing and what we think about that and what to take away from that. Uh, the next one is the announcement by Biden that he's going to be running for re-election. What that means, how we take away from that, uh, really, I, as much as we expected it, it's such a surprise. It, it, I mean, I, I just, I don't get it. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. Then uh, on a more global scale, uh, I did this pod, um, not the podcast, I did a Facebook posting where I wrote, if uh, they can't get rid of God directly, so they're hoping to get rid of him indirectly. It won't work. All right. So <laughs> I think you'll like this one a lot. And, and that's a very interesting epiphany that I had, which is that they can't do a frontal assault on God, right? So, so they, they know that they said something like, uh, all churches must be destroyed. Right now, for example, uh, they would get a tremendous pushback. But if they Hollywood out from within by, for example, getting rid of uh, the concept of marriage, um, and that was what gay marriage was all about. They couldn't care less about gays. They were being used. Uh, then, of course, the transgender stuff, breaking the distinction between male and female. And then uh, what you're going to see more, even more so, the breakdown of the family itself, which is what they're really gunning for. That will hollow out, or so they hope, the very foundations of Christianity because they'll say, okay, well, look, everyone knows that you don't need to be married. You don't need to have kids. You don't need to be male or female. There is no, no such thing. Uh, and you're, you're a, a, what, a Neanderthal if you believe that there's a, such a thing as male and female. Um, so if once they believe that, then, of course, they can believe anything, but they can also hollow out Christianity itself. I think that's what they're really going for. Uh, let's talk first, however, about uh, the Tucker Carlson thing. So I, I got to tell you, Devin, uh, that I, it, it, the first thing that, that struck me when I heard about this is, I think it was only six days away from the settlement announcement between Dominion on the one hand and Fox News on the other, uh, which where I think they paid more than $750 billion, million dollars um, that they're going to be paying to uh, Dominion on account of the alleged defamation. I have issues about the defamation claim and everything else, but that's a, another story. Uh, but then you have the very next week, less than a week later, this firing of Tucker Carlson, very unceremoniously, he's given 10 minutes, he's clearly fired. I mean, they did, they want, they wanted him out, collect their stuff, get out. Um, I can't help but first ask the question, is there a connection between the settlement and Tucker Carlson being fired? I think that they wanted it to be a suggestion. I, I want, I think people, I think Dominion wanted people to wonder. And I think it's, I think it is part of the settlement. It's my opinion. I'm just kind of reading between the lines. I could be wrong, but that's my opinion. I think that in the Dominion settlement, the loud part of it was 750 million uh, pay us. And the quiet part was get rid of Tucker Carlson. Because if we do that, speak about speaking, speaking about uh, hallowing out, then you're good to go <laughs> on everything else. Right? So, I, I think that's what they were gunning for. Um, this is a way to punish Fox News in a big way. I think I don't think Dominion is a big fan of conservatives or conservatism, and certainly not Trump. Um, but if they could do this, um, they could really get a big 
dent in uh, Republic, uh, conservative news media. He was the golden goose uh, for Fox News. Why would they get rid of him? Right, and that's the, the biggest question. The why is interesting, but the reality is when you're getting rid of, I only watched one program on TV, period. And that was Tucker Carlson. Oh. I watched no, I paid way too much for Hulu so I could record it and it would always like batch out and stuff. But like that was the only TV I watched. And so many people are like that. And the fact that they don't realize that they've completely given up they're the only reason people watch Fox News. The hardcore conservatives were out when they called the um, the presidency for Biden way before they should have. And like the pop, like the people like me, that's my last draw. I yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. But like I, I think they're going to we'll see if they actually survive, like doing what CNN and MSNBC does. I don't know if that's a win. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I think that uh, Tucker Carlson, look, I, this too shall pass, as they say. Uh, when they got rid of, uh, what's his name, Bill O'Reilly, they ever, everyone said the same thing. Bill, Bill O'Reilly is such an uh, institution uh, and, and that losing him would destroy Fox. Well, of course it didn't. There are enough conservative players out there. But remember, liberals only can think uh, five minutes behind them and, and see five minutes ahead of them. That's it. So for their, in their mind, getting rid of Tucker Carlson is the death knell of conservatism itself. We're done because, you know, the only person who existed who was conservative uh, was Tucker Carlson. And now by killing him, well, then you, then you kill all of uh, conservatism. I, I really think they believe that. Yeah. But that's another story. We, we don't know for sure, right? We, we just simply don't know. But it wouldn't be a surprise. And I think the fact that it was only six days later instead of six months later where people wouldn't necessarily make the connection. Uh, it, it just seems a little odd to me. I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, the claim is that, uh, Tuck, that uh, Tucker Carlson was facing some sort of uh, legal issues and such like that. But if it was so pressing, you would hear about, more about it in the news. And why would they fire him so unceremoniously about that? They, it, it, there was not that pressure that was building up. So I don't buy that part of it. Um, another argument that I hear is that uh, that an unnamed source reportedly briefed on Fox Corporation CEO Rupert Murdoch's decision-making told Vanity Fair that Carlson was ousted largely over the speech on account of its religious overtones that he had made. Um, this was a, a speech that he made on the importance of prayer and his suggestion that America is not presently afflicted by bad politics, but rather by the forces of evil. Carlson gave a keynote speech this past Friday at the Heritage Foundation's 50th anniversary gala in Maryland, wherein he stressed that the old political binary fails to account for the division presently afflicting America. Instead, it can be better understood in theological or spiritual terms as a battle of good versus evil, suggested the 53-year-old. So, uh, according to this unnamed source, uh, Rupert Murdoch decided to fire him for that speech because quote, he doesn't like all the spiritual talk, unquote. Okay, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. No. Um, the, first of all, it's not the first time that Tucker Carlson spoke about the importance of faith. Um, and for that matter, uh, Sean Hannity speaks about the importance of faith. And Bill O'Reilly did. And I mean, a lot of people spoke about the importance of faith. I, 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 what's her name? Um, oh, God, I love her so much. Um, no, she's good too. Um, 
Harrison Barnes? Harrison Faulkner, right? Faulkner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Harrison Faulkner, uh, she is awesome. And I think she's brilliant. And she talks about God all the time. She even touted a book that she had just written and it was about faith. I think faith is in the title. She hasn't been fired, right? right? Now you can say, well, that's because she's black, but I don't buy that. I, I think that she would be kind of pushed to uh, encourage not to speak about faith. So it, it doesn't, ex it doesn't explain the suddenness of the firing, nor the, the, the firing happening six days after the settlement with Dominion. Right, exactly. And Shannon Bream, I think I'm getting the name right, the very attractive blonde woman who married a high school baseball player, right. like was always showing her book, Women of the Bible. And I think that was her second book about biblical people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's another example. So yeah. anyway, it's too easy to defeat that argument. Um, I, look, it, this is an, an, a reflection of how the left just doesn't want the right to speak. That's that's ultimately, I think, what's going on here. Um, and they'll do whatever machinations they want. They want to send certain signals. They want to defeat us. They want to demoralize us. Uh, I don't think it'll work, but I think that's the, the gist of it. Okay, so that's, that's uh, story number one. Story number two uh, is what I said about Biden and his reelection. Okay. This is very bizarre to me. I, again, it's it's like one of those things that you know is going to happen, but then it happens and you're still a little bit surprised, right? It's like somebody is on, uh, you know, stage four cancer and you expect him, he's going to die. And then he dies. Like, okay, but you're still kind of shocked. Like it's, uh, you know, that, that, that's what it is. And, and I, <laughs> to make the analogy perfect, I feel like the country is dying um, and... Now, just to make sure that it will die, they, they, have, they want to present Biden, who himself appears to be dying. Certainly his brain is dead. And uh, he's announcing that he's going to run for 2024. Okay. So weird stuff. I don't understand that. Um, how the Democrat Party can think that this will be the man for them. I suppose the reason why they do it, Devin, is that to say that, hey, you know what, let's put in... Uh, What's his name? Gavin Newsom or somebody like him in lieu of Biden right now because, you know, Biden just decides he's going to resign. He doesn't want to move forward. He wants to give it to younger. They actually could do that. That's what Johnson did. But of course, because of that, um, in 1968, Richard Nixon won, you know, very handily. Um, that's That was a big problem for the Democrat Party. And maybe they don't want a repeat of that because it would be kind of a, a novel moment in history. <laughs> but at the same time, you were talking about an 80-year-old running for office who's going to be running, uh, he's going to be 84, no, sorry, 86 by the time that, that he would leave office. It doesn't make any sense. So uh, it, it's a poison either way. And I think the Democrat Party would have been much better off, you know, uh, simply asking him to resign, uh, move on in another direction, and then have a, you know somebody step in in uh, – 2024. Weird. And then he says weird things throughout this. I mean, the entire speech was about how he was going to save the country from Trump. He's going to save uh, America, um, America's democracy, because, you know, there's plenty of examples of where the Republicans are trying to destroy democracy. Never mind that we don't have a democracy. We have a constitutional republic. But who is quibbling? Not me, not Devin. Yeah. So we, we have um, a couple of other issues to deal with, with when it comes to Biden. 
And uh, he really just hopes you will just see him for the great glory of what he's doing. And uh, he, he says that he wants to finish the what he started. Like, and you ask, okay, what, first of all, whatever you're, whatever you started, please don't finish it. I don't know what it is. All I know is that the country seems to be in a, in a spiral. So please don't continue this, right? Whatever it is. And then secondly, he can't seem to articulate what he started. What are you starting, sir? Um, great equality for everyone where nobody has to suffer financial heart setbacks. No one has to be hungry. I, I get that, um, but you're not certainly not achieving it. Um, where the border is even more open, I, I guess, where crime is even more rampant, uh, murder is more rampant, and uh, unemployment, I, I, you know, we're having a tough time finding people to work for our, our law firm. We used to have very easy time getting people to work in the law firm. Now it's just hard to get people, anybody. Uh, it used to be that you just argued, uh, you know, it's hard to get quality people. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, can you find anybody? Can, can you have a warm body, please? You know, it's a, and then they wonder why AI is going to take over. So I, I don't know. And I'll tell you, like, in my opinion, the, the major thing that Biden is starting is World War III. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, if we can avoid it. But I think that's one of the the most interesting thing is, like, you're hearing more about more things are coming up about, like, Biden's son Hunter and the laptop and then Blinken and how he did it. I think that might escalate and there might be more and more scandals because I'm pretty sure like the people who actually, you know, it's not Democrat and Republican. And I think the people who said, okay, Joe, it's your turn are the ones saying, okay, you're not doing what we want. And in any way. And so like, they're going to get them out. But the funny thing is, it's going to be Kamala who, or Kamala or whatever her name is. I've heard both by people who've actually worked on her, um, her Senate campaign say it different ways, but like, um, nobody, I think people like her less than Biden if that's, that's or awesome. somewhere. Yeah. Which is a very interesting place to be at. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. The, the, I want to move on to the next topic, which is a, a very big topic. Uh, so I want to give a little bit of space here. And that is my comment that they can't get rid of God directly. So they're hoping to get rid of, of him indirectly. Very important to remember this. See, everything, if you, if you can see the social uh, destruction of our society as, a, as an attempt to attack God, the notion of God altogether, uh, I, think, I think you're on the right page because... We've said this before. If 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 they're so focused on transgenders, right? But they're such a small portion of society. They're, as we said, they're at the at the at the most twenty four thousand, and very likely much lower, as low as six thousand in the entire country. Not twenty six, twenty four million. At twenty four thousand, okay. And and the whole country is turning around them. And so you have to ask yourself. I, I mean, at some point, you you have to kind of respect numbers. If there were only 10 transgendered people in the entire country, would we agree that it's kind of crazy to start talking like that we are? Well, we're pretty much close to the number 10 when you're talking about 24,000 at most. So it's weird. Um, and then we said, well, I mean, there are a lot more colorblind people, for that matter, deaf people. Uh, are we required to have uh, 
for example, deaf people, there are a lot more deaf people in the millions. Are we required now to have a, a sign interpreter everywhere we go? Because, you know, who knows, the person we're speaking to might be deaf and therefore we, we better be at the ready, right? Uh, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Um, or somehow learn lip reading. We all have to learn lip reading in order to understand them better. No, the reason why we don't do that is because we understand there's not enough of them to justify a total turnabout of civilization. But when it comes to the transgendered, who are a much smaller group of people, then we have to turn about all of our civilization. The reason for that is because the transgendered are about the destruction of the distinction between male and female, which is the cornerstone of civilization. Okay? You get rid of that. You get people to be confused about that uh, then and, and question that. Then they'll say, okay, everything associated with uh, the church, for that matter, synagogue, Judaism, Christianity, all collapses. Among the other things that I mentioned in the earlier part of this podcast, uh, which is marriage. Marriage doesn't mean anything now. Having kids doesn't mean anything. And then, of course, family itself doesn't mean anything because why get married? So nobody's getting married. Nobody's having kids. And everyone's confused about whether they're male or female. And for that matter, they don't know which way to chase their orgasm. Do, that, do they do it with another man? Or I guess it's not another man because there is no such thing as a man. Uh, you're doing it somebody, in somebody's, you know, anal cavity, pardon the graphic, the, the graphic nature of that, uh, with, with a person who has a penis. How about that? Okay, that's, that's for, on the, the homosexual side. Um, and likewise with the female side. So I, I don't know. I just don't know. It's, it's, um, it's, it's an attempt to, I guess I do know, they're trying to hollow out Christianity and Judaism so that at the end of the day, it all collapses within. And people will say, well, why are we going to church again? Why are we believing these crazy things? I, I was told at school, there's no such thing as a male and female. And yet here you are saying something about male and female. What, what are, who, who are you? And, and you're telling me you won't marry gay men uh, and gay women? What, why? What? Um, and you tell me, and then more crazy things happen. So now... Uh, they're trying to encourage, and this goes back to Biden a little bit, and this is also about the, dis the destruction, the indirect destruction of Christianity and Judaism. The United Nations, okay, get this. I don't know if you know, you heard about this. Um, officials now uh, are now objecting to United Nations backed reports suggesting global leaders normalize pedophilia by allowing children to legally decide on engaging in sexual activities with adults. Okay? So you, you ask yourself, why are they doing this? Why? I mean, clearly it's, that's not right. But my response is, well, in an, in an evil sense, if you, if you think like an evil mind, why not? Right? They say that kids can decide for themselves about changing their gender and having surgery for themselves at six or seven years old. In fact, they'll take away your kid if you don't agree with them, right? But, by the way, think of how kids can use this to mani manipulate their parents, right? Uh-uh-uh, I want that PlayStation, or I'll tell the administrations at school that you're not affirming my gender identity. Yeah. I mean, why not? And that's exactly, I think, what they're doing. I was going to say with, like, deaf people or colorblind people, they're not reading books to children on how bad seeing color and how bad hearing is. Yeah. They're not, they want 
to turn it into kids like they did in Russia, China, North Korea are snitching on their parents. They want to destroy the children's minds and they let's be honest with it. It's it's not like these are the people who are opposed to sexually being with children if they're doing those laws. I just hope we will actually put, we should put it on a vote. I don't think anyone would. Everyone in the Senate, in the House, AOC, let's see where you vote. Do you comply and agree with the UN with this or not? Yeah. Let's put everybody down. This, people are not going to switch sides now. Your name is on this bill or not. We have to force them for that. Okay, that would be great. And I'm going to tell you, because it, it will come up to a vote and it will be uh, man, love, child or whatever they call it. Uh, there's going to be an expression to it. Um, minor attracted persons, that's what it is. That's going to be the new phraseology of this. And at some point, the Democrats, not not next month, not next year even, but in a few years, it'll be that they will try to understand these people. They're minor attracted per- persons. They were born this way. Have you heard this before? Yeah. Right? This is the way they identify this is uh, how can we, you know, we can't blame them for the one. And P.S., a lot of children are now deciding about their sexual identities uh, at the age of six and even having surgeries. So why can't they decide whether or not they want to, uh, you know, pleasure themselves uh, with an adult, right? If they can do that, then they can, they can decide to have sex with an adult. And it'll all seem very normal. That's what's happening. That is part of the destruction of our civilization and how they're doing, how they're getting rid of God indirectly. This is one of those things. Look, the point is that the left and the godless know that they cannot get rid of God by directly attacking the church and synagogue. They just can't. So instead, they they are dismantling the pillars of Christianity and Judaism, and that includes the destroying the meaning of marriage, like I said. Then they seek to destroy the distinction between male and female, like I said, they're now seeking to destroy the concept of family and alienate children from their parents. And then what I just said about pedophilia. I mean, if you can do that, if you can, you can rob innocence like that, uh, that's the end. That is Sodom and Gomorrah, right and left. Uh, it's, it's the end of the world. It will hollow out all of the, the, all the things that make up our Judeo-Christian civilization. And they do hope it will collapse from within. But Devin and I, we're not going to let that happen. And you're not going to let that happen. It takes being very assertive about your faith. That's that's the last thing I want to say today, Devin. We need to be more assertive about our faith. Everywhere you go, wear God on your sleeve. Everywhere you go, let people know about your love of God and how you assume God is everywhere and you know that God is everywhere and, and show it. Be an ambassador for God. People will begin to realize, wait, you're, you're one of those Christians. Damn right I am. That's what you can say. And just to add to that and a little callback to the beginning, that is why, whether it was a reason or not, Tucker Carlson's heritage speech was so dangerous. He said, what was it like? Take two minutes out of your day, two minutes for that which created all of humanity, all of the world, all of the universe, and thank him for two minutes. But if everyone did that, two minutes, five minutes, just a prayer that everything would end, it really matters that much. Yeah. Wow. It does matter that much. A prayer, just a, a time of reflection, doesn't even have to be to God. 
a time of reflection, a meditation. I think the, the Mormons actually advanced this as, as an idea, which I, you know, look, I'm not a Mormon. I know you're not a Mormon. A lot of our listeners are not Mormon, but you have to admit a good idea is a good idea. And everyone would agree that a, a minute of meditation is not a bad thing at all. Mm. Not a bad thing at all. Uh, anyway, folks, wear God on your sleeve. Speak about God all the time. When you wake up, when you talk to the kids, when you're on the way, when you go back to sleep, uh, everything that you do should involve God one way or the other. Uh, that's the only way. That's the only way we're going to be able to fight back. And you are all good ambassadors for God. I know that I am. I know that you are. Speak up. Let, let people know who you are, what you believe, why you believe it, if they're interested in it. Show that you are a sensible person and, and you believe in God, and they'll begin to ask questions. It'll be good, good for everyone involved, and it will prop up Christianity and Judaism and civilization all the, all the more, once more. All right, folks, thanks for listening today. Brock Larry signing off, saying God bless, and we'll talk with you next week. 